Hi everyone and welcome to this Monday's, what's the date today Jamie? I can't remember. Oh my goodness, the 4th. May 4th. Yes. (laughs) Happy Monday everybody. Happy Monday. (laughs) May the 4th be with you. Oh! (laughs) Did you just think of that? No, it's a meme. (laughs) It's a meme that gets posted everywhere all over Facebook. I was (laughs) going to be really impressed then. (laughs) (laughs) So clever I am. (laughs) No, but it is actually my daughter's birthday. So every, every year around this time we the memes they start coming and it's kind of something I say to her so I didn't even know what memes were until recently and that's because Benji (laughs) who's seven my son he has been downloading all these meme apps Uh, on my phone and then uh writing really like obscure things on them because he thinks they're funny and I'm like what's that (laughs) That's a meme, mummy. Like, what's a meme? I didn't even know. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, the joys of our children. (laughs) That's when you start realising you're not getting any younger, isn't it? When you, I've never even heard of this meme thing. And it's like, it's already really old anyway. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, sometimes I will use words that I hear my children use because it's like I just pick it up and it's like, definitely not something that I would say or anyone our age would say but you know I'm so used to listening to their conversation so I'll say something back to them they'll just they will stop in their tracks and look at me like (laughs) how do you know what that means mom well I think you look very young (laughs) thank you thank you so much (laughs) it's the laughter I have to keep I have to keep it light (laughs) no that's the important thing you always have to find people older than you it's the only it's the only way that's what I do that's what I do and they go we're going to be 50 this year that's so young spring chicken I'm going yes yes it is isn't it it is well first of all you do not look like you're going to be 50 you really don't but at the same time I used to get so insulted when people would say, oh, you're just a baby. You look like just a baby, you know? And now I'm like, oh my gosh, thank you so much. <laughs> now I love it. <laughs> oh. So have we got okay. any people with us? I am about to make sure I don't share the wrong one this week. I can see it says three watching. Hello, hello, three watching. No, it's because, I tell you why that is, Jamie. It's because I pin the show to the top of the page. I realise that. After because otherwise that. it just, you know, I want people to go and I just see it straight away. Not yeah. Not to yeah. So. Yes, I do see. We do have um, Rose Maria and Catherine. And Hi. it says two others, but I can't see who else. So um, say hello. Let us know you're here. Oh, I just saw Luis pop up as well. Welcome, beautiful souls. Thank you for being here with us. Hello. It is slightly delayed. I do see that again. Yes, well, that's good for our brains, probably, but a bit of delay. Yes, and I'm going to actually start, I'm going to share it, the right one, and let people know that I am, uh, we are here live. So I'm just finishing my cup of chamomile. Oh, that was in my cards this morning? No, yes. Well, me having a cup of chamomile tea. Yes, I foresaw it. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Chamomile. (laughs) It's a real thing here in Denmark. It's it's what you have. If you're not well, you have a cup of chamomile tea. If you 
wife's just left you. You have a cup of tea, chamomile oh, tea. Oh, wow. They're coffee drinkers, you see. I mean, okay. they, do drink, they do drink black tea, but they normally only drink tea if they're sick. <laughs> I see. <laughs> Whereas I just drink tea. Well, isn't that's life, isn't it? Drinking tea. Mm-hmm. Like... Oh, I love I've been experimenting with so many different teas lately. Um, my favorite right now is dandelion root. And it's, it's, first of all, it's very relevant for what we're going through right now, because it is such an immunity booster, as well as it's meant to loosen up um, inflammation within the lungs and the respiratory system and whatnot. So um, I I really love it. I got an organic blend of it. And um, it's just, it's my favorite right now. Isn't it a diuretic? Does it make you wee a lot? Uh, yes, <laughs> but I don't notice the difference because I wee a lot to begin with. So <laughs> I, I do drink a bit of coffee during the day too. So apologies, everybody. That was TMI, but <laughs> you know, oh, this is real life. Elizabeth's <laughs> got a conversation, so I like. I'm interested in. I'm interested in these things. <laughs> but yeah. it's true as well as it, it does. So you just might want to know that. But that's why, you see, because it's flushing out, it's flushing out toxins and stuff from your body. That's why it brings the inflammation down. But if you're drinking something that's a diuretic, you should drink a glass of water with it as well. (laughs) Then you you weigh even more. But yeah. yeah. (laughs) All black tea, black tea, green tea, white tea, they all act like that. My my tea of the moment is um, ginger and turmeric. Ooh, yeah and it's I a nice just... some of them taste a bit like roots earth roots to me turmeric but this one's nice I like this one but... do you add any um hot honey to it no because I I have problems with any kind of sugar I so see. I try and you know because I okay. need to have some sugar during the day a little bit here and there I see. so if it's not yeah. absolutely necessary it doesn't go in and I'm quite happy without it so, right. okay yeah see I uh, some of them that I have that might be a little bit earthy yeah um you take more of the root yeah, I yeah. do add some raw honey to it yeah, and it yeah, just yeah. does the trick yeah. but speaking of turmeric I recently got a blend of turmeric and honey bush and it's mm. a, like a fermented I don't know a lot about it so I apologize for everybody who's sitting here like what are you talking about um honey bush it's I believe if I'm not mistaken it might be from like uh, Africa I think and it's they... Africa I think yeah oh, and it's, unless that's it's that like Roy bush thing is it that yeah I don't, I don't know yeah, but it's well, fermented yeah. it's fermented and it smells like kombucha or kombucha I can't oh, say that right either yeah. but when you drink it it doesn't taste like that at all it's actually really good so, so I've been drinking that one like, as well like all the what's it called so we're just showing all our ignorance now it's got all the enzymes and stuff in it that's good yeah it's supposed to be really good and they said like the ancients they 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 stumbled onto the fact that there was powerful medicinal properties in fermenting fruit so um the honey bush is one that they do actually ferment and supposed to be really great for you lots of benefits on there that i can't remember at the time but it's why i ordered it so but i mean you just have to say the magical words it's good for you disclaimer do your research <laughs> if you're a mum you just say you just have a mother tone it's good for you and you know yeah. it has to be accepted as mother truth all so, you need to know yeah so i think probably all women pull that off whether they got kids or not it's just a, something mm-hmm. we have isn't it so enable mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That ability to just nurture and know no. what's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> we do have quite a few more people joining. Angie Walters. She said her favorite tea is chai or matcha. Mm-hmm. I have not tried matcha, but I do love chai. Um, Rosemaria says hibiscus tea is great. Um, yes. I brought a load of that back from Egypt once. I only went there once in my 20s. And I, and I lost Ooh. it. I managed to lose all this tea. It's, it's really a beautiful color. Oh, it is. I just got a, um, it's a rose blend with rose petals, but it has, the main ingredient is hibiscus. And I really love it. And anything with hibiscus, I learned the hard way. You cannot put creamer in because it just... Yeah. hibiscus flower just curdles yeah. the creamer but it looks pretty <laughs> it's got a lot of vitamin c in it so it's a lot of absorbic acid i gave some to my brother and he said this is like you know obviously like i was in my 20s that's 20 years ago and he said he said what was in that tea rachel because i made it in my teapot and because like you know if you have black tea it covers everything in tannin and makes it really black and he said mm-hmm. i made that tea hibiscus tea in there and then when I'd finished it, I looked in the teapot and it was all shining clean. <laughs> he said, are you, oh. are you trying to kill me? What were you, what were you giving me in there? Like, what did you give me? Honestly. Like. <laughs> oh, wow. Very interesting. Yeah. Oh, welcome, Deborah and Annie. Just joining us. Yeah, most, yeah. most tea is, you know, if you look at, you just do a little bit of research. Most tea really is. So I've gone... Back to, I'm trying to slowly um, shift off of coffee. It's not really working, but I am drinking more tea. Well, so. the only thing, I, we should probably stop talking about tea in a minute in case everybody <laughs> dies of boredom. But tea, black tea, it actually blocks the absorption of iron in the body if you drink too much of it. And this is actually a problem with some British people. <laughs> Look at this tea drinkers. Something to do with the folic acid or something. I can't remember mm-hmm. now, but well see, this is a rather educational yeah, yeah. moment. So <laughs> <laughs> and we have Annette tune. I always forget how to say her name. Can you say it for me again? It depends Annette. if you, it's the Danish Annette or the British Annette. Yes, I believe uh, she is from Denmark. It's Annette. Hi, mm-hmm. Annette. Hi. <laughs> Annette. And it's so beautiful. I can't believe I forget it because it's a very beautiful name. Yeah. So. And there's also a British yeah. Annette that I know, and she's Annette. So, yeah. Right. Yeah, see, that's how we would say it. We yeah. would say it Annette. But, yeah. Mm. Well, then, how has everybody's weekend been? Rachel, how has your weekend been? Well, it was a bit like treading water with boots on this weekend I don't I don't know don't know if you've got any insights there on what happened <laughs> with the energy but Benji our seven-year-old he has um ADHD and ODD and he was really in a stinking mood and has been since the weekend it's like mm. anything you say to him is just infuriating him and he's having a screaming fit and mm. you know something and also I could feel in myself, things just feel, I mean, the weather's turned. I mean, it's a sunny here at the mm-hmm. moment, but the weather's, we've been having this beautiful weather and now it's sort of gone away. <laughs> oh, yeah, that makes it yeah. difficult as well. Hot. Yes, I, I do have some, some insight. <laughs> okay, go <cool>. um, <laughs> It's funny because I was sitting down yesterday and I just happened to, I haven't really had my phone all day and I just happened to check my messages and I was getting messages from clients <laughs> and they were like, oh, 
what on earth is going on? I figured you might know, so I'm just asking you. Um, so we are, um, May is going to be an incredibly pivotal month for us. And um, there's a channeled message that came through that I shared with Rachel that I'm not going to go into right now, but it did kind of give us a bit of a foreshadowing as to how important this month really is going to be for us. With that said, the month of May is represented by the number five. And in numerology, five is the number of change and expansion to really just put it in short terms for everybody. So this is going to be a month of like shifting direction. Okay. So with that said, there is um, the information that came through in that channeled message talks a bit about gateways and gateways opening into higher love. And this is something that uh, Rachel and I are going to talk a little bit more later when it comes to the group we told you all about last week. But with that said, I was very surprised to find out that tomorrow is a gateway opening for the month of May, a legitimate one. It is 5522. So numerically, that just means the date is 55 and then 2020 mm. equals 22. So that's a really big number um, combination there because any number replicated by itself is considered a master number. It's considered sacred. So a five, five together is like change and expansion amplified. So massive shifts and changes happening. And then the 22 is the number we call a master builder, which is all about us creating and being the architects of our own life. So creating those foundations for change and shift that's happening right now. With that said, I'm feeling it, Jamie. I'm feeling it. <laughs> there, in order to shift direction, there has to be, um, there cannot be anything weighing you down into the old direction, like keeping you weighted and stuck. So we're noticing a pattern of uh, old cycles that are coming back up. And I do feel like Venus and the planet um, or in the Zodiac Taurus, which are all about love, relationships, romance, are really kind of amplifying the this specific direction of the patterns that are being cleared. Dreams, people messaging me, and situations are really heavily themed with past relationships and romances that have gone awry. Um, Many, many could have been, you haven't thought about this situation or person in a lifetime. And it's all coming back up, whether they are reaching out to you, whether they're crossing your path again, whether you're having dreams about these people, these situations are coming up and they're actually being resolved. Um, it's wonderful when it's resolved in a dream state because you don't really have to deal with it in the physical. <laughs> um, but I, I personally am experiencing a lot of old connections being resolved in dream states and people I know that are actually having like their exes reaching out to them like one right after another where it's like rapid fire so what I noticed was that a lot of these heavy things are coming up energetically to really push us to take back our power from those situations in any way whether it be through forgiveness whether it be just through the awareness that these people played a role in your life that was a negative one or teaching one, but it was here for you to really 
once you shine that awareness on it, it's like shining light into darkness and it really does bring it back up to be released into light. So it makes you that much lighter and able to let go and move forward. Then you've got May 7th is the Scorpio full moon. So um, I'm not going to brag about Scorpio, but I am. <laughs> you all. <laughs> but maybe just a little bit because Scorpio gets such a bad reputation for being like this destruction energy and very unevolved and at its worst state. And I shouldn't say it's worst, but it's beginning phase. Scorpio can be very destructive because it is the harbinger of it. It revels in darkness. It revels in life and death and rebirth. And that's the beauty of Scorpio. And yes, I am a Scorpio <laughs> son. So I'm going <laughs> to a little bit. But what I will say is that Scorpio has the ability to go deeper than anything else. And Scorpio does not stop until it uncovers and unveils all that is hidden within us, from us, or about situations. So it's making you go through all these dark crevices in your psyche and in your subconscious or in your emotional body, in your mental state. And it's making you go like this and take them all out and get rid of them and go through them because Scorpio is the epitome and embodiment of truth, Mm. justice. Mm. So it's all for good, but it might not feel that. And it may feel very heavy. Yeah, 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 exactly. Because um, yeah, I have noticed portals are coming up over and over again. I pulled that Vesica Pisces card several times for myself yes. and for other people. And of course, you know, it's a it's a it's a portal. And I was just writing to someone today about um, they'd had a, a vision where they saw a part of themselves disappear, and and the insight to it was, yeah. And and, and she was worried, like, would would it be her next? And she and, and it was like because you know, like when you have these sort of dreams, your ego is like mm-hmm. you wake up and it's like, oh, s h i t. You know, it's really worrying. Yep. And then like my husband, he's 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 done his he's a Jungian analyst, and you know, sometimes not always, don't always get the time. But um, sometimes I talk about my dreams and then, you know, once I've talked it through, I realise it's a good thing. <laughs> but it didn't feel like mm-hmm. a good thing. And it was the same thing with this um, lady I was writing to today. It was like, the ego never likes the idea of change, you know, because it, 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 it sees change as annihilation and death. And we just mm-hmm. have to go through that grieving process Mm -hmm. even if we're letting go of horrible things that we didn't like there's still Mm -hmm. there's still a grieving process because to our little egos or big egos or whatever just I do find it helpful to treat them like just be kind Mm -hmm. to them like that's right that's yeah that is actually um when you do any sort of shadow work that's actually the recommendation is to really just hold space hold space for these things, these situation, these parts of yourself, the darkness that feels dark, you know, the, the fear that it triggered within you or the anger, the old emotions that might've been coming back up. It's important to do shadow work. Mm-hmm. It really is. And I do a lot of work with mm-hmm. shadow um, and helping others. And, you know, it's where I'm most comfortable. I'm Scorpio. <laughs> so I, but yeah. it's, it, I actually just created a, um, a book of, sh- a book of shadows. Now I know that sounds like, you know, it's, it's very cliche from the whole like witchcraft book of shadows, but the book of shadows is actually my journal that I keep 
with shadows that come up for the day. And it allows me to sit with them, to acknowledge them. Because the most important way to heal is through acknowledgement. Mm -hmm. Sometimes that's all that you yes. needed was just to be yeah, aware of something. And that's it. it. And it, it really yeah. comes up it and it, it goes. Get away from it. it does take a mm -hmm. lot of practice. <laughs> It yeah. really does. It's not an overnight. It's not an overnight process whatsoever. It is. It's a difficult it journey. But I think but I've been doing it's... this for thirty years now, <laughs> and I think mm -hmm. I finally feel like I've got. I mean, obviously, when you do this, and then you think you get to a certain point, and then you go bang. <laughs> but right now, I do mm -hmm. feel like I've got to a certain point of being okay with it. Like stuff comes up, and with it, and then mm -hmm. we move on. But um. What was I going to say? What it feels like the last few days, though. So, because quite often, like if things are coming up, I'm consciously aware of a theme or I'm working with something. Right mm -hmm. now, I, I don't think I am. It's like it's just sort of things moving and me not actually mm -hmm. directing it or doing anything with it. I'm just sort of having to be with it. I don't know if that'll shift around the full moon or. I wouldn't mind if it did. <laughs> so one of the things that are shifting with this month, and again, when we talk about the channeling, you'll, you know, people will see that later. Um, it's the mental uh, program that we're all running on. Um, so it, it, the energy that's coming in is like triggering what has been referred to as ascension symptoms. Yeah. And it makes you feel a lot of people are actually experiencing feeling kind of like out of body, that they just don't feel like they can focus, um, feeling very like I'm not making sense of things, uh, feeling like a little uh, flighty. Um, and again, you've got some of this discordant energy that's being brought up because that's yeah. what happens. It does. It gets brought up. Um, and our bodies don't know how this is so unfamiliar to us that remember our bodies I think was it you that talked about this last week our, our bodies they have a mind of their yeah. own as well and our bodies are incredibly empathic and yeah. intuitive and so our bodies don't their mind doesn't process what is happening so it immediately triggers what it experiences as like heart expansion oh I don't understand all this energy coming in so what do I do instead I go into anxiety because your body just wants to understand it. And this is how it understands. So there are like, uh, people are experiencing feeling very disconnected from mm. like thought, which is mm. interesting. Um, because that whole mental body and that whole what we're tapped into that old program we've been running is being altered and shifted. That's part of this expansion happening. Um, but also, um, people I've noticed are experiencing lots of solar plexus issues with, um, you know, and that's the power center and the theme with the past exes and these relationships that went awry or left some sort of imprint, even though you may not have realized it, they all have to do with people who asserted some sort of dominance and control over you. So if you look at that, if you really start working through the patterns and the theme, I mean, oftentimes, not every time, but when a relationship goes wrong, there's usually some sort of a power struggle involved. So that's a current theme. The truth is taking your power back that's from these situations. That's really interesting. So I posted something on my Facebook profile the other day about the witch burnings. 
because it was yes. Beltane and someone shared the post that I shared on another group that I'm in. And because the 30th of April is like witches night in Sweden and around here, and someone's mentioned this to me here in Denmark as well. And I didn't know what they were talking about at the time, but they would, and I guess people still do, light fires so that the witches couldn't fly out to a place called Brocken, which is in Germany. And this friend of mine, she'd taken a picture of Brocken and it's, it's the Brocken and it's in these mountain ranges in Germany. Um, beautiful. I mean, Jamie, if we were there, we'd just be going, oh, the energies and, and all the rest of it. Mm. But, you know, of course, this sort of harks back to the, the witch burnings. And so when you were talking then about people having, oh, yeah, people having power pain. over and all the rest of it, because mm. that's what happens, isn't it? They, they, you know, on a physical level, they had their power taken away from them, the women and the mm -hmm. men. In Iceland, quite a lot of male mm -hmm. witches got burned because they were quite big on being magicians in, in Iceland. But, um, you know, they had their power taken away and th there's a lot of solar plexus. So I feel like a collective thing going on because I mm -hmm. think it's still quite unhealed, actually. And I heard uh -huh. someone else yeah. talking about it the other day. I think it was Chloe, the, the Oracle card lady. I think she said witch wound. Mm. And I thought, oh, I've never heard it called that. Oh. But I like it. But I like it because it's yeah. naming it and it's acknowledging it. I did share a post too, and I think it maybe it was yours. Maybe it was yours yeah. that I did share, but yeah. I shared one as well on my page about the witch wounds. So I think it was yours. But when you were saying that, I started immediately having a pain in my left side of my abdomen. So that is solar plexus area, and that's our power center. And clearly, I have my body's like, yep. Yeah, Katrina, and I think that's here. it. When you were saying so. that about relationships, <laughs> I thought, yeah, but it's a cultural, it's a cultural relationship, and I think that's what it is. It's coming up for mm -hmm. me at the moment. I mean, I thought I'd done so much work on this already, <laughs> but I mean, it never ends, does it? While you're alive, you get to keep it's doing like, it. It's like we're we're like onions; we just have all of these layers. It's a bit like the washing, <laughs> isn't it? All the time you're alive, you have to keep doing the washing every week. <laughs> like, and it, mm -hmm. when the washing exactly. ends, that's because you're not here anymore. So it's like you have to be a bit bit glad of it. <laughs> yes, exactly. And also another thing to touch on what you were saying about the Vesca Pisces that keeps coming up. Um, I think that's actually fascinating because the Vesca Pisces, in essence, what it is, is the birthing yeah. chamber. Yeah. You know, the way that I see it, it's really yeah. like the, the yoni in the center. And it's really the, the two forces, the two polarities that are needed to create life and give birth and spirit into manifest into physical and there is with venus all of this venus is just went into retrograde or it's getting ready to go into retrograde i'm sorry and um you know there's the relationships and the love all over again so that's gonna kind of make things a little fun for may's yeah. gonna be fun everybody just hold on to your hold on to your anchoring and your grounding that's that's really important um and think positive, just stay into the best possible intentions and just deal with things as they come up. That's the best thing I can say, deal with them, process them, let them go. Um, but there's so much coming up with Venus and the, I've been having dreams about um, like the different chambers of the uh, feminine gateways. And it's, 
like what we're giving birth to this new energy, this new earth, this new template and how it's, it's happening. And it's part of this, um, you know, through all of these wounds that are being cleared and being released are part of the process of helping us to give birth to this, um, this new energy, this new earth, whatever we want to refer to it as. Um, it's real. there's a lot happening with that right now. And I've seen like, do you, I can never pronounce this, but it comes up a lot. Um, and I've seen it in Glastonbury on one of the churches. I think a lot of times you'll see it all over the UK. I'm sure you've heard of it before, Rachel, but Sheila Nagig. Yeah, because it's one of those sort of Irish spelt words and they don't, it's like Danish. It doesn't look like how it sounds. Yeah. But it's really like the cosmic, it's the cosmic womb that's being opened to usher in life. So the Vesca Pisces is pretty much symbolic of that. So some big stuff. It's really big stuff that's happening. Beautiful stuff, but it just doesn't yeah, always feel that ago, way. It's feeling great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also with Beltane, you know how during Beltane is one of the fire festivals that's on the wheel of the year. Samhain is the major fire festival. So the uh, portals and the gateways that open at Samhain are all about the ancestral connections coming back up to work with us. And the veil between the world is so thin that really makes it everybody, it doesn't matter how spiritual and connected or in tune you are, everybody starts noticing there's yeah. something going on. You know, you're feeling all these energies and that link between physical and the non physical is very connected. Likewise at Beltane, but this time the veil between the world is thin, but the portals that are opening are more connected to the earthy energies, which are like the fairy realm and the elemental realm. And so all of these wonderful earth energies that are coming in to connect, but it doesn't always, it doesn't always feel mm. good for those people who are mm. incredibly sensitive because they are still, they're picking it up too. So like small children and animals, they are so sensitive. They feel all these energies and it yeah. just, it can irritate, I guess. Yeah. And right um, now things so aren't normal, are that they? Could I also mean, right be. now there's this massive collective cleansing going on. And it is like, it's a bit like having a radio turned up full and you can't, you can't get away from it. You're just like, it's a bit too loud at the moment. Mm -hmm. And maybe that's why Benji is, um, running about shouting and having temper fits everywhere mm -hmm. I don't know but yeah and and oftentimes those children who um have ADHD and ODD uh it tends to kind of go hand in hand with auditory processing disorders so you'll notice that when really loud noises yeah, they immediately that. go to cover their ears they don't they don't like it yeah they yeah. My husband, yeah. my husband and my son, um, my son has ADHD yeah. and ODD yeah. as well. So yeah, I tend to notice that. So it's the same thing they hear in, I yeah. feel in other frequencies, they are able to tap into other mm -hmm. frequencies and it's sometimes the that's noise it. just becomes too I much. I think that's it. Cause you're already like picking up so much. You can't tolerate that, that extra bit. So. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes. So should please. I look at some of our comments and quickly see what we have? Okay. So let me scroll back up here and see 
Oh, we have lots of people joined in. It's gone so frizzy because it needs cutting so much. I was like, couldn't stand looking at it in the camera. So I like tried it up. Yeah, that's why I actually did or tried to do something with mine today. I just need a haircut now. I just. But you look lovely. You You still look lovely. Uh, let's see, uh, Laura, welcome, Flo, thank you for joining us, Carmela, and Angie says on the 5522, also the nodes change, that's right, thank you for saying that. What are we shifting into again, Ange, by the way? So the North Node and the South Node, and um, I always forget these, I really do, you think I would know them by now, but they do have, a, 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 I think, a great impact on like what is being presented in the world, if I'm not mistaken, um, but they are shifting, and um, I cannot remember. I know I read it because there's so much happening in May. It's like if I sat here and talked about all of it, everybody's like, show. I'm just gonna go home. <laughs> I'm just, gonna, I'm, I'm just, and I'm just gonna <laughs> shut the lights off, go back in bed, and just not come out. <laughs> Hi, Cynthia. Welcome. Hello, Lala. Welcome. Uh, Angie says, we also have the awkward meteor shower peaking with the super full moon. Oh, so apparently it's also a super full moon. <laughs> um, Cynthia says, and uh, I can't concentrate on anything for long. I am so scattered. I find that fascinating with what's going on with the whole shift in our mm. consciousness and the, the paradigm. That's, I think that's why we are having a harder time being able to focus Hi, Annetta. I think this is also your, uh, your other friend, Annetta. And um, Jerry, welcome. Um, Angie says, and don't forget all those retrogrades taking place with Venus, Mars, Jupiter, joining Pluto already in retrograde. Hello, beautiful Lindsay. Welcome. Thanks for being here. Wow. That's quite a bit. Yeah, it's fun. We're going to ride the good. wave. <laughs> Just ride good. the wave, everybody. Yeah, yeah. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. So essentially it is. And look, at it's 133. So that's a master number as well. One is all about new beginnings, rebirth, forward movement. So that's a good sign. And 33 is also a master number of, uh, they call it the master teacher. So it's about self-mastery. So all of these things are happening to push us into mm. self-mastery. Yes. My name is a 22, stuff. actually. It is. Well, it's because I is got it? married and then kept my maiden surname. So it's like I have this ridiculously long name now, but it adds up to a 22. So I was happy. Yeah. <laughs> it's a master number. Yeah. I don't remember what mine is. It is master builder. Look at that. Yeah. <sighs> so should we talk a bit about... Our beautiful new yeah, adventure. I think so, because, we're beginning. Like, despite everything going on, my energy has never been better, actually. And I, I, I th- really think we're riding a new wave into the future. It's, it's. I love that you just said that. Just well, new I suppose wave. I suppose I feel like. So I went to the field today for a swim, and then I wasn't tired all day. <laughs> And that was the third time. So first and second time I was tired all today. And I mean, I'm not one of these people who feel I should work 24 hours a day and only get five hours sleep or anything like that. But, you know, that's been one of my health issues the last few years is that I have suffered from so much exhaustion and tiredness and all the rest of it. And it's like, 
really starting to shift and it is partly the things I've done it's also partly there's something about an alignment that people like us are coming into finally (laughs) we've been waiting for this for a long time and Mm -hmm. it might not look like on the outside well because obviously the physical world takes a lot longer to change and things need to shift and change but energetically something's changed you feel that as well Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I feel it yeah I feel it and and I I I believe that many people are feeling it. Um, People that don't ordinarily pay attention to these things, these big, big picture scenarios and, um, you know, divine timing, synchronicity, they're noticing and they're starting to get on board with, let me pay a little bit more attention to what people like you and I are talking about because they're starting to see the, the, the synchronicity. They're starting to feel like something is happening. And I'm surprised. Sometimes, you know, I always think to my, I always hesitate before talking to like my neighbors and stuff about, you know, what I believe and what I feel. And then sometimes I'll just hear the voice, just, just say it, Jamie. Yes. So I'll say it. And then I'm waiting for the shoe to drop. Like they're going to be like, okay, you know, bye-bye. Um, but they're not, they're actually like, you know what that does. It just honestly makes yeah. so much sense. It, and yeah, I'm just, yeah, yeah. You know, all right. So they are, they are, so that's why I was saying it. this because it's like, this is what's happened. This is why we suddenly started doing this podcast or show or, you know, whatever you want to call it. It was because the wave carried us there and also because like all right we're listening to our Mm -hmm. feelings and all the rest of it but it did sort of just evolve itself didn't it really this and then um and now Mm -hmm. we have like got another inspiration to create a group for everyone because the energy is just there and like so you know last week we were talking about wouldn't it be great to have a group and then Jamie's getting ideas and I'm getting ideas and this stuff, it, it wants to come through and, and it wants to come out and it, it needs to, it needs to flow. And that's where um, all of you come in because it's like, it wants to flow out to everyone. Oh, that was it. So when, when me and Jamie were talking about setting this podcast up, I pulled this card, which way, that way, that way. This is an orange dragon card. It's from, um, Oh, I've completely forgotten her name. Diana Cooper. Diana Cooper's um, pack. And it's about bringing soul groups together. And I was like, oh, that'll be interesting. I wonder what that will be about. And I think now we're, (laughs) I think now we're finding out because it feels like we're Mm -hmm. the people. It's kind of like, so we're sort of here. So we are, we're spiritual people, let's say, spiritual spiritual people and we're doing a certain amount in fact other people might look at us and think doing quite a lot but but there's these Mm -hmm. secret hidden things in us (laughs) that haven't come out yet and these Mm -hmm. we need to like go beyond our comfort zones and this is sort of one of the main themes that came out it's like we need to like spark each other off and create a safe space and inspire each other but there's also something about the energy that's going to flood into this group so it can just like I can almost see it like going around like a light going ding 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 
we talked about this the first time, didn't we? <laughs> it was just it was the same thing. Ping, 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 ping. Yeah, we're yeah, seeing we the pinging. Ping. <laughs> so, um, so we've actually we've actually done it now. We've 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 made a group, and um, people are welcome to join, and it's going to be free for the first month, so you can come along and have a look at it. See, is it for me? Yeah. 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 So, and, and some of the stuff that we, I don't know if I want to say we plan on sharing because we are doing something very different than Rachel and myself have really ever done. Um, Rachel talked about last week, how she's very, very structured Mm -hmm. in her, in her work and and planning everything down to the detail and to the minute and to the minute. And me, I also am, I'm very, very like a last minute planner, but once I start, it's like it all flows and everything is pretty structured, I guess, as it could be. Um, I'm very organized when it comes to that, but I have an idea. I have an, a plan for the most part of what I'm going to be doing. This is no plan. We are really opening ourselves, being very vulnerable, which is what is being asked of a lot of us now, being very vulnerable and open to the divine inspiration that wants to flow through us to assist everyone else's own uh, work and uh, magic and activations that want to happen. It's literally, like Rachel said, just us all sparking one another. And who knows, you all may spark us into something more as well. You really already are. You're sparking us to do this, which is pushing us out of our comfort zone. And we are going to at least some of the ideas that we have to share every month is, I think that, I don't know if we really have a word for it yet, but I think we're kind of like yeah, going I ascension so. tools. I think so. But even words, they're just not enough, are they? It's just, they're pointers towards They don't things. make, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, we'll have to make a new language. Yes. So, yeah. That's kind of what's happening. You know, it's really difficult to communicate in in this area anymore because the human language is so limiting and outdated that we are coming into these new everything I every time I try to explain anything I get very apparently Hawaiian is really good (laughs) so we all just have to learn Hawaiian (laughs) we're gonna have to learn Hawaiian (laughs) it's just going to be like a conscious knowing at some point where it's just like I have a thought and you immediately receive my thought and we we don't have to say anything because we just know that's what's going to (laughs) happen but um some of the ideas that Rachel and I do have you kind of got a little bit of a glimpse of that last week with the light language coming through and Rachel's beautiful song and, and and mantras and also Rachel channels and apparently sometimes I start to channel it just happens Um, so we (laughs) I do (laughs) which is very new and out of my comfort zone everybody so I am I'm kind of just letting things flow and um so we want to share a bunch of different things that come to us it's going to be very um divinely inspired and intuitive so it'll there's not going to be a whole lot of like plan you'll just receive it when we do in the group and if we decide to do anything or something you know messages come to us we'll share them and let everybody know but also um one thing that i uh i did actually receive 
a channeled message uh, about two weeks ago. And I, all I wanted to do was find out what I needed to know about the collective energy for the month of May. And wow, the message that came through was instantaneous. And I immediately began writing and the information, there's some words that are even coming through that are words I would never even use. And I immediately knew that it was Yeshua speaking to me. And who, it, it's all about higher love and higher heart chakra, and who better to talk to us about love and higher love than Yeshua himself. And um, also the dolphins. The dolphins play a very big role in the new energy coming forward. And so in the new group that Rachel and I just created, and did we no, share Did we share the link on our page yet? So after the broadcast today, we'll share the link on our page for anybody who wants to join. I did make my very first post in there with this channeled message, um, the information that comes through to help us have a better understanding of what might be going on, what we can expect. And riding the wave is something that was mentioned. Okay. So I thought okay. that that was, okay. be- that was really funny that you brought that Jamie up. When Jamie told me this message, <laughs> and- so can I read it to you? I was oh yes please and she read it out to me and we'd been talking about oh maybe this group thing we should do this and she read it out to me and I said right that's it we have to do it straight away <laughs> this this has to start now because these energies are here and we just we just got to jump in I mean we'll sort out all the details later but mm-hmm. you know and so that and that was it and it was just mm-hmm. it was the perfect note to start um the group up because it sort of gets you get you get born through your first posts you know and um it's beautiful it's a beautiful yeah so um yeah please please all join and and go and read it grateful i was able to (laughs) receive it Yes, absolutely. And another thing that I want to share this week in the group for anybody who decides to join is, um, so you've heard me probably speak a little bit here and there. And I know I told Rachel about it is that, um, like every, every couple of days or every day, at least once a week, I receive a symbol intuitively. Uh, these are symbols that are sometimes known, sometimes unknown to me, um, different runes, sigils, whatnot. And I, I always make a note of them, but sometimes I don't know what to do with them. And as I was talking to Rachel about anything else that we might be able to work with, with everyone in this group, um, I was calling in my, you know, my regular daily protection prayer, whatnot, and my guidance for the day. And I received a symbol and I asked, Oh, well, what do you want me to do with this symbol? I understand what the symbol means, but it took on a whole different meaning. And what I was meant to do with it was to share it with all of you. And so later this week, I will be posting it in the group and sharing um, how we can all so work with it and why we it. would. <laughs> I am. I'm so excited. I'm like, I've been getting these all the time yeah, and I always just keep them yeah. to myself because I don't know what night? to do with them. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Surprisingly, I am. But there was there was one night that I no. Every night, oh. every hour, I think I might have been up. Oh dear. Yeah, I've been doing okay. Yeah. But I, yeah, I do find it harder to get to sleep than I used to. But um, once I get there, I'm I'm pretty okay. But I wanted to. So I was just looking through. I was just looking through my posts to see because I wanted to share a little bit about so you know I live in Denmark and for a while now I've been getting called to go and have a conversation with some um dead vulva (laughs) like you do and that is vulva that's that's like um the Scandinavian name for 
it means staff bearer, but they were they were witches. You could call them shamans. I mean, to me, that <sighs> witches, shamans, healers, you know, it's it's exactly exactly all one and the same. And uh, but I've been sort of resisting it. I've been trying to meet with a friend and seeing if she would come and do it with me. I didn't really want to do it on my own. But every time I tried to meet with her, the meeting got cancelled because one of our kids got sick. And then I can't remember what it was, but I pulled a rune or did a card or something and it just went, do it now. (laughs) So I did. So I went up to a place called Mesterhoy because I've been getting like messages everywhere, everywhere I go. Because it's, it's on a high point and everywhere you are around the fjord, you can see it from there. Well, I can. <laughs> and everywhere I went, I suddenly found myself looking at oh. Mester Hoy. And it's um, um, a hoy is like a mound, you know. Like a, but, I mean, I don't find these macabre places, you know. I love them. They have, they have beautiful energies. And another Danish friend of mine, she said to me that people, you know, in times of old, they would go and do their like ceremonies there and you know Beltane and whatever these things cycles on the wheel they would go to these like mounds and I thought oh no wonder that you know so people have like brought in all these beautiful energies like for for a very very long time so I went there and did a journey because I thought it'd be a good place to communicate but there was two there's two two um, they've both have been buried like around here and then I think one might still be in the same place but one of them is actually in our local museum and I went along to see her bones oh. and um, she, I was a bit worried she might not be too happy being there on display but she seemed she seemed okay but they were very chatty and very communicative and I was a bit like and I was really really surprised because they know about us they know about where we are in our place in history, energetically, evolutionary speaking. And that really shocked me. And then I thought, well, actually, why wouldn't they? Because they were prophetesses. <laughs> this, is what, this is what they did for a living. And, but they still seem to be like part of the landscape and part of the web, if you like. So I thought, right, OK, I know they want to talk to me. I, mm-hmm. I didn't know what it was about. So I went, off I went and I, I did a journey and then let me just see if I can find this bit because I like. I have a surprise to tell you after that yeah, because so, of I wrote, what you I shared, with, because of this, like, what you're talking I about. I told her about it because, <clears throat> okay, so I've written, standing down by my feet, looking down at me were two Norse women and they said to me, and this was about me and Jamie. I didn't expect Jamie to be getting messages, <laughs> and, but she did. And they said, yes, you're both doing what witches have always done. You are tuning into the cosmos as it is in this moment and bringing through what is there. Your bodies are the tuning forks that vibrate that sound out so everyone can hear. They told me this and more and then said they are here to support and they appear to me as a body of light, which is hard to describe. But it did sort of surprise me because I'm not great. Like, I can remember going to the museum in Cairo and going, ooh, at all the mummies. You know, I'm not, I'm not great. I'm not great with sort of decomposition and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But of course, you know, it was their light bodies that I was seeing. But I could just feel, so even part of my mind was expecting them to be old hags. 
or something hideous and ugly and it was like you know what I mean there's just so much of this stuff has been fed to us that even if we don't think we think like that it's still sort of there but but it was lovely but I was just sort Mm -hmm. of I was just amazed that you know but I mean it didn't surprise me Jamie because you are like when you talk about you see these symbols and runes and stuff like that it's it's just there isn't it and and I think these runes they are very connected to our ascension because they hold the high and they're but they're but they're really Mm -hmm. nitty gritty and they get down and dirty in it all as well so they sort of they can do the whole thing and they are Mm -hmm. so useful which is why I'm just you know I'm going to start teaching on my page ascension runes on for Wednesday Wednesday morning I'm going to start teaching people how Wednesday because I mean I I have loads of homework for my North shamanism it's pronounced Ava it's spelled Mm S-E-I-D-R but the Mm. D it's a D that sort of goes like that and in Danish it's what we call a blue day it's like a soft D and it's a in the old Norse it was the it's a the sound so you say say the in Danish now they don't say that they sort of go more oh. well I won't even go into it <laughs> it just sounds wrong <laughs> <laughs> well this is very fascinating I would well, love to yeah, so it's sort of I told you don't go there don't go there because <laughs> <laughs> it's we're gonna have everybody. Everybody, at home. everybody at home is person says they don't it sound right like that. It's just when I say it, that I sound like it. If you're not born saying it, then you probably <laughs> no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Woo. Well, I what is very fascinating is that <clears throat> just a few months ago, before we went into isolation, um, both uh, you know, I talk about my my other partner from Oracles of the Light, Karen. Um, her and myself were actually guided to go to this. We we really never go to like classes in our area anywhere. You know, if anything, we might take some online or something like that. But um, we came across this make your own runes uh, workshop and in person. And so we went and I, I think you probably saw when I made them. I, I think I posted them. Um, but that was just a few months ago. I made my first set of runes and it was just, I was putting all my intention in as I was working with them and I just felt very connected to them. And I think not that long ago, I was guided to do a, a grid with the violet flame and the runes all came out with it and they wanted to be in it. And so I am going to be taking your, uh, your yeah. rune class because I do want to work more with these symbols that I see. I do see them. Um, okay. But okay. I want to tell you a little surprise that I didn't share with you. So the, um, after what, right, what you just read about your experience seeing these witches, for lack of me being able to pronounce <laughs> the word, um, after you saw that, I, after I read that, Um, that night I had a dream and I was being shown glimpses of a past lifetime. It was a Nordic theme. I can't say for specific where it was, but it was very um, Nordic. And there was a a Nordic man in the dream who just kind of kept like, like almost like he was like watching me, waiting for me to like kind of get 
get it together and like figure things out or something. That's, there was no talking. It was only understanding. And I had these really long, beautiful, like hair. I can't even tell you what it was like, but anyways, it was very much like a Nordic sort of a theme there. And there was also a woman who was very rough and she was very like critical, not critical, but she was kind of just like tough love. And she felt like a mentor to me, somebody who was there to teach me, but she was going to put me through some stuff first. So I thought that was fascinating because it was like the confirmation of everything that you and I have just been talking about. And it's just amazing how these things work out. Because like I said, I didn't know why they wanted to talk to me. One of them got buried under quite strange circumstances. She had a large stone, like boulder, put on top of her. And that has been done when, um, you know, perhaps they think they're an evil, like, sorceress. And it's, it's to make sure people didn't come back yeah, from the dead as say. well, because they believe that people could, like, get taken over by another spirit even, or just come back as themselves and be evil and like, and you mm. know, like zombies. They really had this, this whole thing where they really, really believed it. And I thought mm. perhaps she wanted to set it straight, but I mean, you know, whatever. I was like, I was a bit like, but I thought it would be something to do with me and the people, you know, that I'm doing things with here. And it wasn't, it was me and you. <laughs> I was like, oh, wow. <laughs> No wonder they were putting pre- the pressure was getting harder and harder wow. because it was like you know we needed to know this and I think you needed to know this connection like like now, but um, I mean the people who was mm-hmm. starting to use the runes that I've been doing readings and things with, they you know like someone said to me, I've never been drawn to the runes. I was I was never drawn to the runes either. But I did it because it was you. And I know that you're all right. And it's like, so, you know, I would describe myself as a, a new age person. And I think the runes are sort of being seen as less new agey. I mean, I know there'll be lots of people going, no, no, I'm new age and I've always done runes. But I think there's less new age people that use runes than, mm-hmm. than other types of um, people. And I, and I just think this is just something, it's just, it's just coming in now. There's a, there's a Scandinavian wave going on I think and like the the earth energies here are amazing I mean there's some really exciting things going on and and it's all connecting up with Glastonbury and Mount Shasta and you know it's not an isolated thing at all but I guess it has felt a bit isolated maybe because of the language (laughs) I don't know it could be that it could be could be the salted the uh, marinated herrings <laughs> they're quite nice if you drink if you, eat them with some, if you drink some snack while you're eating them that really that really helps it's like yeah. <laughs> but the same things to get that get that taste so down my channel ascended master sarah who's the daughter of jesus and mary magdalene and um suddenly i've had just an influx of people writing and they're coming through Mary Magdalene that's the interesting thing yeah so Mary Magdalene's her her influence is like really really extended out now and then when people are doing like Mary Magdalene things a Sarah there'd be like a Sarah thing that gets done and suddenly everybody's like hearing her and it's like this has never happened this has never happened before but interestingly enough as I've Probably, I know yeah. Jamie knows this, but I've seen Sarah as a Nordic witch <laughs> in a past life. So I think she has a strong, she has a strong 
connection here as well, which one might not expect. But of course, you know, I mean, most of us, we've had past lives all over. We're global, aren't we? We're global. We're global people. And these different spiritualities mm -hmm. give us different strengths and different skills and, you know, make us very interesting people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And that's the, I think that's the beauty of it is it's yeah. teaching us the, how everything is it's oneness. It really is. Everything blends. Everything has, uh, it, we're not serving ourselves by right. finding, you know, being fixed in one set belief or understanding the, you know, I've, from the very beginning, I've always been drawn to just be out of a box, you know, be very eclectic in what I work with and what I learn. And yeah. it has been yeah. an amazing and journey our, because our of it. And eclectic as well. It's great stuff to work with. Yeah. All sorts of stuff. And my particular thing that I've like had the urge to do for years, but mm -hmm. never had. And that is Years ago, I was initiated as a priest of, uh, priestess of Sophia and the Shekinah. And I love that energies. And like, I can sit in a state of meditation and just like emanate their energies. And my breathing gets really, really like I hardly breathe. My breathing just goes at the top. And for years, I've thought I'm supposed to radiate this out to people. And then I've gone like, no, I just like I just can't. I'm, I'm going to radiate to you now. So this is this is something. This is that. something that I want to. This is something that I want to share <laughs> in our group. And you know, I, I don't know. I don't know what will happen, but oh. I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to try some emanating. Good. I will definitely open and receptive to your emanating. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it's all about, sharing our and light. taking these radiating our light outward. This, so, but, you know, if the idea is there and actually you sort, it sort of feels kind of nice inside of you, give it a go. And that's it. We were thinking, we were thinking like on the first day of the month or the last day of the month or the middle of the, or something like that, we could have like a member's day where people can come on in the group and just try something that they've, they've wanted to try because we will all love you and support you. And, you know, it's, that's the atmosphere that it's going to be. So mm -hmm. it'd be a great place to try out these things. Yeah. For all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so after we're done doing live today, we will actually share our group for anybody who is interested in joining. Uh, as we said, it is definitely going to be, um, it's going to be free for the first month and then we'll uh, talk more about that yeah, later. Yeah, but we're not going to charge, um, we're going to be like thousands of dollars or anything like that. <laughs> no, no. Nope. Yeah, mm -mm. Yeah. No. But I think people That's can, not how I, I have linked the two groups together, but yeah. it's called, it's called the same name evolving into the sacred heart um cosmic heart set oh i say sacred heart there cosmic heart group so yeah yeah but, but yeah we'll put the link on there in a minute so mm -hmm. we have we have talked ourselves up to our hour okay we we have we have and um before we get out of here um i think we just have just a few comments um, after all what we already read, um, Lindsay said that, and Lindsay's also one of my other partners over at Oracles of the Light. Uh, we did talk about the nodes. It's Gemini and I think Sagittarius. Uh, yes, Angie confirmed it too. Okay. It is. And the shift is to more communication. Look at that. Mm. 
Uh, makes perfect sense with what we've just been talking about and yeah. why we want to, you know, start this uh, group together. Uh, so thank you for that, Lindsay Hannah. and Angie. Uh, Hi, Hannah. Hannah. Is it Hannah? <laughs> Hannah? Yes, Hannah. Okay. I know you tell me every week. I'm sorry. <laughs> welcome. Thank you for being here with us. And Yvette, welcome. Thanks for popping in. Joanne, thanks for popping in. Uh, Jillian, oh, thank, thank you. you. And, and, and I'm really fine if you, if you ask wonderful. me week after week because it, it makes me feel like I've <laughs> thank you, everyone. something after I've lived here for seven years because some days I just think, oh my god because you know I'm not one of these people who go and, I, and when I went to Denmark I refused to speak English to anyone no, I'm afraid I'm not I'm not one of those people it's like I quite like speaking English and it's like I do have a go speaking Danish but I'm not terribly brave <laughs> <laughs> I try speaking Sanskrit just to pronounce the mudra names on Moon Day so every I'm so, I sing in it's Sanskrit, just, I sing in Hawaiian. If I could walk about all day singing to people, I'd be fine. <laughs> that would work better. <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> yeah, you do that beautifully, yes. Oh, oh. oh well. Thank you, everyone, for, for tuning in with us live this week. I hope yes. you enjoyed our big, big hug, magical big hug ramblings. Difficult times. Oh, and Facebook have finally yes. made, have you seen it? They've made a Facebook emoticon thing. You can, you can give people care, give them a hug. And I'm like, oh, my God. The I've care. Been yeah, the care. That yeah. like... <laughs> so, yeah, that's, bye, everybody. That's we'll cool, put that link up sure. in a minute. No. We'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Yes, we will see yeah. you next week. And then. Thank you for being here. Enjoy your week. Yes. Till next week.